What's going on, everybody? It is February 16th at 7.42 p.m. It's getting close to my bedtime. I get up at 4 o'clock, try to meditate, try to read the Bible, try to do my Wim Hof breathing, and then get started on my training. And I got to tell you, my phone is, is crushing me. It's uh, There's no question I'm more productive in the mornings if I don't look at my phone. And I'd gotten into a bad habit of checking it. Uh, I had some friends who were in need and... I was just looking at it, and then sure enough, you get on Instagram or something ridiculous like that. And uh, so I, I fixed that. I fixed that today. I put it in my school bag instead of just leaving it in the charger down in the living room, not in my bedroom, because that wasn't good enough. And then sure enough, I get out of bed, and bang, 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 all of a sudden I have time to get everything done instead of having to skip the the meditating or having to skip the Wim Hof breathing. Well... I, I, w- I wish I hadn't been. I wish I had gotten all that meditating in because I, I've been hot. I have been hot. And it definitely could be the sobering up. There, there's no question about it. Uh, I've tried to quit marijuana multiple times in my life, and you get grouchy. You get super-duper grouchy, man. Uh, and I'm a pretty fiery person anyway. I think I said at one point in this podcast, uh, I lived with a drug dealer. And I went on this two-week bender, trying all sorts of different shit, because on my 21st birthday, they were all, I wanted to go out to the bar, finally, you know, for once, and they were like, no, 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 but here's some ketamine. (laughs) So, I blow a line of K, and it's awesome, I mean, it was great. And then they take off, and they they leave a whole table full of lines, and I blow another line. Well, I wake up. Uh, face, I don't, I wake up the next morning. Apparently they came home. I tried to cook myself a bagel sandwich and I burned it and I passed out on the table, literally face first in it. Uh, so they cleaned me up, but cocaine came around a little later and I tried to Coke and it did almost nothing. And don't get me wrong. Like it's probably been cut like a bazillion times, but everybody else was rolling, including the guy who, whose Coke it was, who was a Coke addict. And for me, listen, I'm already a very sped up, aggressive person. Like that is that is just me. And so I blow this line of coke and I'm like, hmm, my thoughts are going a little faster. I'm a little more like dialed in. I'm a little more aggressive. This is exactly how I feel every day. Like this is the feeling I try to escape from. You know, because it's it's too much. Like it's too much for today's society, man. Like maybe back in the days when we were warriors or we had like I don't know. I, I guess I, that's what I would have been. I would have been a warrior. I would have been the guy guarding the tribe or something, I, or guarding my wife. I don't know. Um, and so it, it sucked. I, I did coke twice, and both times I was like, this is dumb. I'm, I feel like this all the time. And it was hysterical. <laughs> I admit, it was hysterical to me to watch these other clowns. I mean, because they were losers, right? They were stoners. They were, they were losers. And to, to see them all, like, zoned in, playing beer pong, getting all fired up, you know. Ooh, ah, mm. <laughs> Just like you guys. So the weed, definitely, I would say, ah, it's a mixed bag. I, I want to say it helped with my with my anger and, and it helped with my frustration. The problem is, even though it does calm you down and mellow you out, you get frustrated other ways. Um, because I get frustrated when I'm not executing a task properly. I get frustrated with myself. I get impatient with myself. Uh, or if you're coming down from the dopamine or, or whatever chemicals are being re- produced in your in your body when you're high 
there's there's a yo-yo effect here and and joe rogan had somebody on talking about it and that she used talked about it as like little addiction gremlins and there was a scale and so let's say you take this exogenous source of feel good and so whoop, like the feel good side is heavy it goes down and so the feel bad side goes up you know it's, it's light there's nothing there the problem is your body prefers homeostasis it prefers balance. And so it doesn't just like, okay, cool, I'm not high anymore. The scales level. It goes past that. The scales go down. You actually feel shittier so that your body can start producing the chemical naturally on its own. So to say that weed mellowed me out and it, and it solved my anger problems and, and my competitive nature and that sped up part of me, I don't... I don't think that's true. It definitely did not eliminate it. You know what did? Meditating for an hour a day. Vipassana. That, that definitely helped. And I was, I've been screaming all day today, raging against the man because yesterday our principal came in. She shares a bunch of stuff that, you know, she probably shouldn't have shared. I, she'd already shared it with me. We have a, a fairly decent relationship. We're both uh, cut from a similar cloth in many respects in, in how we view the world. And essentially, I'm at this small country school with teachers who've never been anywhere else. Um, and I happen to have been in a military, a, a school that services a military base. I've been in a small country school. I've spent nine years in the inner city, like the worst of the worst, a, a district that uh, had been sued by the state because it had the highest disciplinary suspension rate in the country. Like, that's where I cut my teeth. So... You know, and then I was in another small country school, so I've been around. Like I've I've gotten to see how a couple different systems work, and we have a superintendent who shuffled all the administrators, and so she shares with everybody. She's like, "Well, when he did it, he said you can either do this or you can hit the road," and they were like, "What? What? He 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 said that he would do that?" And I'm like, "What fucking planet do you live on? Are you out of your mind?" Like, of course he did. Oh, of course he did. He wants his own people in there. This happens all the time. Come in, and you out with the old, in with the new. The people that you hire, the people that you get to approve of. Um, it's just, these people are, they're, they're super naive, the people I work with. And, and I love them to death. They're good people. They see the best in others. It just so happens that I've had a comprehensive psychiatric evaluation after I got in trouble. And it's a ridiculous test. This thing is like three hours long. It's like 500 questions, some ridiculous things like, oh, you know, do you collect stamps? Are you interested in doing this? Are you interested in doing that? And the point is, after taking it, it was mostly on a computer, some back and forth with a psychiatrist, you know, trying to build a case that I'm a normal human being. I did fall within the norms for almost everything. The one that was out of the norm, suspicion. And, you know, what's funny is I tell people that sometimes, like, yeah, you know, I scored a little high on suspicion. They're like, oh, really? Uh, I had no idea. I've been around the block a time or two, and so I've seen it. And these people live in, 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 they don't live in reality. And to think that this superintendent would not take advantage of a situation, and if enrollment was down, would not say that 26 kids could be with one teacher, 26 kindergartners could be with one teacher, uh, you're, you're fucking out of your mind. Like, of course he would do that. Of course that would happen. Never mind the fact that we're going to spend $400,000 on 
new school buses after last year we spent $400,000 on school buses, of which we have only received two because of the supply, supply chain issues, and nobody has given an answer as to why we need the school buses other than they have 140,000 miles on them. Uh, well, to me, that's just breaking it in, baby. Especially if you have a huge district. Um, how long does it take to get 140,000 miles? Well, we're turning over a school bus every three years? What's wrong with it? Is a muffler falling off? Is it? Is the mechanic working on it every day? Doubtful. Doubtful. Oh, so I, I still don't know about that story with, with the arrest and everything. I still don't know where I, I was going with that. But um, she, so these teachers... They're talking about this this ratio. So I leave, right? I can't take it. Blood shooting out of my eyes. The fact that these people are so naive, I can't handle it. I go to my classroom, and I'm trying to tell the other teacher, uh, the other kindergarten teacher, some of what's going on because she left a little early. And this kid comes by me. This kid, he's a little younger than me. He comes by me. He had just gotten tenure. And he's like, oh, yeah, I, I understand why you'd be a little stressed out about the idea that instead of four kindergarten teachers, there'd only be three because... Uh, you know, that would be, you'd have to go to a new grade level, and that, that would be stressful, and how did I, like, he's trying to be empathetic, and I look at him, and in my head, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me, and before I leave for the day, because I can't take it, I'm, I'm out, I, I called him, I'm like, hey man, just so you know, it's not about me, it's got nothing to do with me, I can teach anything. I can t- I can look anybody dead in the eye. I can teach anything. I have been through hell and back in the classroom. I have seen the worst of the worst. I have been on the spot. I, I was the guy. They called me when, in this city district. They called me when they needed a sub to go somewhere that nobody else would go. They called this guy. And my first official job was 23 kids who made the 12-year veteran retire after two months. I can handle teaching 26 kids. Doesn't make it right. It's not about me. It's about the kids. I got a kid who I have to listen to his stories for three minutes every morning. If I don't give him that three minutes, the rest of the day is shot. He's a mess. I have to listen. I have to listen to all the kids. They are so desperate for someone to listen to them. They get the electronic pacifier and... Then the parents, of course, have their have the parents' electronic pacifiers. Like there is no back and forth, there is no relationship. We have never been busier as a society or as a culture. And so, the takeaway here for me was, man, if this guy who works with me every day thinks that I'm, it's about me when I'm saying that we shouldn't have 25 kids in a classroom with one teacher. What does what does the board think? You know, what does somebody who doesn't even know me think? And so I, I've had enough. I, I've had enough. I, I blew a fucking gasket. Like I said, I've been screaming all day. I've been talking to my friends, just yelling, just so upset. And because uh, I wrote that letter to the board, and I was getting all spun up. And then I backed off, and I'm just making changes in my own classroom, trying to be the light you want to see in the world. And you know what? Somebody has to speak on behalf of these kids. Somebody has to do it. And I understand other teachers have their own kids that they've financially overextended themselves, and there's a lot of fear. And I hate to stereotype, but like, no offense, like sometimes women are a little more fearful than men, right? Like men are more co- willing to be confrontational. Like 90% of the prison population is men. Like why is that? You know, because they're more disagreeable than women are. I'm going, man. I'm going in. 
I'm, I'm going to be talking to that Board of Education in the next meeting in March. And I'm not going to get the parents. I'm not going to bring an army with me. But I get 180 seconds. And I'm going to use it. Because somebody has to say what's right. Somebody has to stand up for these kids. And as it relates to marijuana, right? So, like, here I am. I'm, I'm all fired up. Shit's been happening at school. All sorts of drama. And I'm getting frustrated. I'm, I, and I blew up on a couple of kids today, too. I, I couldn't take it. But I think it was yesterday where I was, like, real happy that my wife is like committed to being just like a social drinker and you know at the addict in us if you're listening and you're an addict the addict in us always wants that right like that's our dream but it's not necessarily necessarily reality like that would be a cool dream for me i I don't know if that's if that's actually going to be reality i don't i don't know if that's possible because what i thought this morning when i woke up after i meditated i was like you know what jake who would you be smoking with and I thought about all the people I know who smoke weed. All the people I know that smoke. And you know what? I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed. Like, I, you know, there's one guy I might go hang out with, and he's a chain smoker, but his life's falling apart. He doesn't associate it with the weed, but he's had more unfettered access to marijuana than he's ever had before. And all the other guys I know that smoke, they're they're deadbeats. Like, they're... They're not as hungry as I am. They're not chasing the things I'm chasing. They're not trying to make an impact on the world. You know, it's like, those aren't the people I want to hang out with. I don't want to fly with the crows. Like, I want to run with the wolves. And I want to be the alpha wolf. I want to be the guy at the lead. I want to be uncommon amongst uncommon men. And the people that I respect, so here, so I thought about all the people I know who smoke. Then I thought about all the people I respect. None of them smoke. Not a single one of them. And you know what's more? Not a single one of them abuse alcohol either. None of them. Uh, And I think that's pretty fucking telling. I think that is pretty fucking telling. So my hope and prayer is that, uh, you know, I calm down a little bit. I'm going to just continue to do the the right things. I mean, I, I actually jogged this morning with my wife on top of training the feet and the core and shooting the bow and everything, the yoga. Um... And, you know, just trust the process. Got to trust the process. Got to put the work in because it won't happen if you don't do it. And uh, that leads us to today's quote. Uh, Today's quote, courtesy of our main man, Bruce Lee. He says, if you spend too much time thinking about a thing, you'll never get it done. Make at least one definite move daily towards your goal. And our Bible verse of the day, Matthew chapter 21, verse 21. And Jesus answered and said to them, Truly, I say to you, if you have faith and do not doubt, you will not only do what was done to the fig tree, but even if you say to this mountain, Be taken up and cast into the sea, it will happen. Remember to find satisfaction in the struggle, in peace in the moment. We'll see you next time. Thank you.